0: Of God, do not lie unto thine handmaid. And the woman conceived and bare a son at that season that Elijah that that Elisha had said unto her according to the time of life. And when the child was grown, it fell on a day that he went out to his father uh, to his father to the reapers. And he said unto his father, My head, my head. And he said to the lad, Carry him to. uh," And he said to the lad carry him to his mother and when, he had, uh, and when he had taken him and brought him to his mother he sat on her knees till noon then died and she went up and laid, on, uh, laid him on the bed of the man of God and shut the door upon him and went out and she called unto her husband and said send me I pray thee one of the young men and one of the asses, that I may run to the man of God and come again. And he said, Wherefore wilt thou go to him today? It is neither new moon nor Sabbath. And she said, It shall be well. And she saddled an ass and said to her servant, Drive and go forward. Slack not thy riding for me, except I bid thee. So when she came, uh, so when she went, And came unto the man of God to Mount Carmel. And it came to pass, when the man of God saw her afar off, that he said unto Gehazi, The servant, behold, yonder is the Shunammite. Run now, I pray thee, to meet her, and to say unto her, uh, Is it well with thee? Is it well with thy husband? Is it well with the child? And she answered, now I want you to notice this phrase, it is well. And when she came to the man of God to the hill, she caught him by the feet, but Gehazi came near to thrust her away, and the man of God said, Let her alone, for her soul is vexed within her, and the Lord hath hid it from me, and hath not told me. Then she said, Did I not desire a son of my Lord? Did I not say, Do not deceive me? Then he said to Gehazi, I gird up thy loins and take thy staff in thine hand and go thy way. If thou meet any man, salute him not. And if any salute thee, answer him not again. Lay my staff upon the face of the child. And the mother of the child said, As the Lord liveth, and as thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. And he arose and followed her. And Gehazi passed on before them and laid the staff upon the face of the child. But there was neither voice nor nor hearing wherefore he went again to meet him and told him saying the child is not awake when Elisha uh, and and when Elisha was coming to the house behold the child was dead and laid upon his bed and he went in therefore and shut the door upon him twain upon them twain and prayed unto the Lord and he went up and lay upon the child and put his mouth upon his mouth and eyes upon his eyes and his hands upon his hands and he stretched himself upon the child and the flesh of the child waxed warm. Then he returned and walked in in the house to and fro and went up and stretched himself upon him and the child sneezed seven times and the child opened his eyes. And he called Gehazi and said, Call this Shunammite. So he called her. And when she was come in, to, come in unto him, he said, "Take up thy, take up thy son." And she went in and fell at his feet, and bowed herself to the ground, and she took up her son, and she went out. Now, when when you're when you're reading, I know was a lot of reading tonight, but I think for the sake of the context, of the story, when you're reading all these. All, the, all this, this whole scenario, it's, a, it's really just a whole scenario. Now, now what's interesting about the scenario is we don't actually know how many years have passed from the very first time that this Shunammite woman had met Elijah to the time that this young boy that was old enough to go out into the field where the reapers were and get his head cut and die from a a head wound. We don't know how many years, but but I believe that it's safe to say that it's somewhere in the neighborhood of 7 to 10 years. That within the time frame of this 7 to 10 years, there's a lot that had happened in this Shunammite woman's life. But what's really interesting, that within this 7 to 10, 10 year time frame, you might be able to prove me shorter, you might be able to prove me longer, but we're going to say for the sake of of, of getting along to get along, amen, that it's somewhere in the neighborhood of 7 to 10 years, but what is very interesting is God's choice of words, we always say it in here, and, and, and I believe that we believe it, that God don't just waste words, how many of us believe that God don't just waste words, right, And God said three different times He uses this same phrase and it fell on a day. And it fell on a day. That within this time frame within these years of of spanning out that there were certain days that God did that certain things happened in this woman's life. How many of you know that there are days in our life that are very, very important. Everybody understand that. That there are days in your life that are very, very important. Even within within the in the course of these years, God God wants us. And and when I'm I'm doing my devotions, I'm reading and I and I see these things, and I'm like, man, that that's a that's a really that's a really inter, interesting deal. Uh, but because I, I want you to know. Within the certain days, within the days that it fell The, 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 the certain days that these things fell on, I, There's some really mind-blowing stuff that happens uh, That I think each one of us need to look at And I think each one of us need to take Number one, we need to take some encouragement then, and, and number two, we need to understand That we are no different than anybody God has ever used in this book. Amen. Does that make sense? You say. You say listen. No temptation has taken you. But such is common to what? To man. No temptation. There is no temptation. What does that mean? It means we all struggling with the same flesh. It means we all think the same way. It means that we all have the propensity to give ourselves to the works of the flesh. Now, what, what else does that mean? It means that we all have the same opportunity to walk in the Spirit and we shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Now, now what's interesting, I want you to look in verse number 8 with me. The Bible said, and it fell on a day that Elisha passed to Shunem, Where a great where was a great woman? Now now notice notice what happens. She constrained him, she constrained him to eat bread. Okay, and so so that as as oft as he passed by, he turned in thither to eat bread at this joint. Like like this is now this is the epitome of serving people. This is now. Now you don't know anything about this woman yet. You don't know anything outside of this woman is a very nice woman, right? When you say when when you say that this woman is a very nice woman, Elisha don't look like he's from around. Shoot him, but he, but she sees Elisha coming through. Shoot him, and and she don't know much about Elisha, but she says all right. I, I'm gonna be nice to this guy. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna entertain this guy, and I'm gonna constrain him to eat bread at our house. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna invite him to eat bread at our house, and what's gonna happen every time that he passes through, he's gonna come in and he's gonna eat bread. But then verse number nine gives us another clue into, into, into what the process of thinking is after hanging out with Elisha. Look what it says, verse number 9. And she said unto her husband. She's got, she's got some, some perception going on. And she behold now, I perceive that this is an holy man of God which passeth by his continued. Now what's interesting is she doesn't know that to start with. You, you understand what I'm saying? You understand what, do you really understand what I'm saying? This woman does not know who Elisha is to start with. What, what am I saying? She doesn't invite Elisha in because he is an holy man of God. She finds out that he, that, he is serving a, uh, that he is serving God by inviting him in. Do you understand there's two different ways of thinking? Right there wrapped up in that one thing. How many of you know people that are only good to other good people. Amen. I know people that don't know Jesus till they find out I know Jesus. It's the weirdest thing, man. Everybody turns into a Christian when you start talking about Jesus. Like everybody's, oh yeah, yeah. oh you're a preacher? Oh well, now let me tell you about what I gotta say. Why didn't you tell me about that when I when I you didn't know I was a preacher? I brought up Jesus and now you you now you say, you say, well, you know, I I mean what what why do why do we do what we do sometimes? See, this lady, this lady is consumed with serving somebody that she sees passing through, that she sees passing through on a regular basis. And so she's, she's serving this man, and, and she's being a blessing to this man, and then she perceives that this man is, is, is a holy man of God. So what does she do? She says, we need, to make him, we need to make him somewhere to sleep. We're gonna make him somewhere to stay. That way, when he comes, he'll have he'll have a bed, and he'll have a table, and he'll have a stool and a candlestick. And it, and, and, and when he comes, he can he can stay here. Okay. Now I I want you to I want, I want you to look what I wrote a couple things down in my own devotions, and I thought uh I took them from my notes and my phone, but I, I thought it I thought it might help me and you. I want you to look her servant, if you want to write this down, you can. If you don't, that's fine too. Her serving, her serving opened opportunities that normally would never be opened. You, 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 you hearing that? Her selfless serving opened opportunities that would have normally never been opened. You say, what opportunities? Well, for one, she got to hang out with one of the greatest prophets in all the Bible. You understand that? Like like she was just being a good, she was just being a Christian. Now we know there's no Christians in second Kings. She was just following God. Does that make sense? She's just following God. She's just serving the Lord. And in her service to the Lord, one, it opens up an opportunity for her to run into a man such as Elisha. But but so 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 her serving it opened opportunities that normally would never be opened unto her. Now here's another one I, I thought might be needful to share. Her serving wasn't about her. What do you mean? Well, Elisha was hungry. What do you do with hungry people? That's what you should do. But when our our service is about us, we don't feed hungry people. And and, and I I know, uh, here, here, let's apply this thing to to this setting that we're in right now where God has called us to feed His sheep. It's real easy to get caught up into, into making sure that you're full and not worried about the people around you in, in, in serious service to them. Her servant wasn't about her. Now, after she, and, and I, thought this, I thought this pretty interesting, after she found out that he was a man of God, you know what she wanted to do? She wanted to encourage him in his service to God. So what does she do? She builds him a, she builds him a place to stay. She didn't make it harder on somebody serving God. She made it easier on him. You drag when I say that. she didn't make it her serving, was not about making it hard on people to serve the Lord. Her serving was about encouraging people that were serving the same Lord she was. You see, this is how I I have to encourage my own self. I have to remind myself that God is going to open opportunities to me that would never have been opened If I'll serve God with a selfless heart. God's going to give me stuff. And look, it ain't about the stuff. It ain't about the opportunities. But God is going to let you reap if you sow with a right heart in service. You're tracking me when I say that? God is going to take care of you. God is going to give you the desires of your heart if your heart desires Him. And her... So what does that mean? It means that my serving can't be about me. It means that my service can't look at me first. It means that I have to... I have to be spent for the cause of Christ. It means that I must be spent. It must. It means that if I'm going to be used at times, it's going to feel like I'm going. I'm being used. It, it, it means that I don't get to be disgruntled when when people use me. It, it means. And look, you gotta apply, man, you you have to apply this right now. It means that seeing other people encouraged in the Lord is what God gets glory from. It means that seeing a need and not having to be told to do it. It means that, that this woman seen that Elijah didn't have anywhere to stay. She, he didn't have, he didn't have nowhere to eat, so she fixed that. He didn't have nowhere to stay, so she fixed that. What do you mean? It means that sometimes you don't. The instructions don't have to be given when you're serving the Lord. And that, 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 look, look with me in verse number twelve. Now remember, this is this is all, this, this is all my harebrained Bible studies. All this is for for my own for my own deal. You know what? Go to verse eleven. And it fell on a day, and it fell on a day. So this is another day within that span of these seven to ten years. A whole a whole different. Now, now let me let me ask you a question. We've been here almost ten years. What 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 if the chances are that she had been doing this for five years, and then the day falls? What day falls? Look look what day it is. And and it fell on a day that he came thither and he turned into the chamber and lay there. So he's laying there, staring up in, in, in the. I, I picture him staring up in the roof of that that ceiling that night and he, and he, he, he leans over and he says to Gehazi, his servant, call this Shunammite. And when he had called her, she stood before him and, and he said unto her, say now behold, uh, say now unto her, behold, that thou hast been careful for us with all this care. What is to be done for thee? Wouldst thou be spoken for to the king or to the captain of the host? And she answered, I dwell among my own people. Now, now, I wrote this down. Her, Her reaping wasn't about her own lust. Her reaping wasn't about her own lust. Now, now, it wasn't something that was going to be consumed upon her own lust. Now this, and it, this is another day, and it falls on this day that that Elisha comes to her and says, "What? If, what? If if I if I could give you anything, what would that one thing be?" And he, and he he throws out two things. What is thou to be spoken for to the king? So so Elisha has the king's ear. And he has the captain of the host of the army's ear. So he's got two really high-powered ears. Everybody understand that? We're in a, we're, we're in a place to where Elijah has got the ear of the kings. He's got the ear of the highest power in the, in, in the army. And, and, and he says, uh, you know, do you want to move up? Here it is, you ready? Do you want to move up in society? I could go to the king and I could tell the king about you. I could I could potentially get your husband on working working for the king. I could potentially I could help y'all move up in society. And look what she says. Look what she says. I dwell among my own people. I don't. I don't. Well, I'm not doing. You ready for this? You ready? I'm not I hadn't been doing this to get any kind of advantage out of you. I've been I'd been keeping keeping you fed and I hadn't been keeping this roof over your head. And, and and I hadn't been doing all that. I hadn't been keeping the linens clean. Make sure when you come. And I hadn't been sweeping this place to make. I hadn't been doing all that so I could move up in society. No, I'm gonna keep doing what I've been doing. I'm gonna dwell among my people, and I'm gonna keep serving my people. I'm not, I, I, Elijah. I'm not looking to move up in the ranks of society. That's a you see what this is? This, this, this really is New Testament Christianity. That's what this is. This ain't, this ain't this ain't looking for money and fame and popularity. this ain't lay of kind of stuff right here. This, this ain't this ain't trying to be rich and increase with goods. That's not what this is. This was the offer that was presented to her. But this was not the offer that she took. No, no. She said, I dwell among my own people. Why? Well, Elisha, I would have never met you had I had if I had taken something like this. You see, the opportunities that God gives you, He gives you in the place that you're in while, you ready? While you're serving. Now, why would, you, after, why would you ditch your service to take a, a position in a different place that ain't going to afford you the same opportunity serving? Why would, you, why would you take certain things in life that are going to take you out of the position, out of the place that God's put you to serve people? We're all time talking about it around here. I've spent a number of weeks talking about the, the hurried life and learning to rest in Jesus Christ. So the question's got to be asked. Why would God offer you something that's going to take you away from serving people that you were put here to serve? Don't sound like God. That sounds like the flesh. That sounds like Satan. That sounds like the, the the that sounds that sounds like the world. All the things that God taught us not to love. And so her reaping wasn't. About her own lust. As a matter of fact, it was Gehazi. It was when when, when, uh, when Elisha said, Well, what shall be what 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 then is to be done for her? And Gehazi said, she, she ain't got a kid. And her husband's old, she don't have a kid, and her husband's old, and he said, Call her. And, and, and he called and he called her and he and he says, hey, listen, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you embrace a son. I'm gonna let you embrace a son. He says, she says, no, no, don't 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 do don't lie to me. She didn't ask for a kid, but Elisha knew that her. You ready? All right, this this is cool. If you'll let God, if you'll let God help you right here, this is. This would be amazing for you. Her desire, her heart's desire, she didn't ask Elisha for anything, but her heart's desire was fruit. And that's what she got. She got fruit. Here's what I found out God will give you fruit. If you're not trying to consume it on your own lust. This was, this, this, this was the fruit of her womb. God gave her the fruit of her a, a desire on the inside through serving. She'd have never got that opportunity if she hadn't served. She'd have never got that opportunity if her heart wasn't pure in her reaping. You know, I, I I know people that do what they do to be seen of men, and that's not real reaping. You'll never reap out. You'll never reap a pure harvest out of that. You'll never reap a pure fruit out of that. So she gets a son, and and. It all, it, it all sounds like a Disney story, you know? It, it all sounds like, man, this is it. this should be the thing uh, But then there's another day. There's another day and, and I, I, I want you to look and, and, and this is this is a good day. These are all good days, actually. These are all good days. But look what happens. Bible says in it and it fell on a day that he went out when the child was grown, that it fell on a day that when he, he went out to his father, to the reapers, he said unto his father, my head, my head. Now now we I, I won't go back through and read this whole thing, but here take, take with me the picture, his mama, has this boy in her knees, the, the, the implication of the text is that at uh, the harvest time the reapers are gathering up the harvest and, and, th- and this boy takes a head wound and, and the boy bleeds out and dies in the mama's arms. Well what is, what's so special about this day and why is this a good day? Because this is the day that her faith was, you ready? Her faith was tried but her faith was not shaken. There is no day, I want you to listen here, there is no greater day in your life than when your faith is tried, but it ain't shaken. Why? Because everybody can serve the Lord when it's going really good. Everybody can can, can praise the Lord when they're reaping the fruit of their own service, but you know what's hard? What's hard's not being shaken when your faith's being tried. Go, go, go with me. Uh, somebody, go to, to to James chapter one, and and, uh, and and we'll read there. James chapter number one, and then I'm 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 gonna go to First Peter uh, chapter number one. James chapter 1 verse number 2 the bible says my brethren count it all joy now now what what's what's crazy what's crazy about this deal is that i am commanded to count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations Now, now, this word divers in, in our in our vernacular today, we would add in uh, we, we would add uh, make it diverse, easier way to kind of understand. Diverse temptation, all different kinds of temptations. Verse 3, James says it like this knowing this. Now I don't like knowing this, <laughs> but this is what I'm supposed to know that the trying of my faith it works patience. So it's a good thing that my faith is tried, is what God's saying. It actually says to count it all joy when I fall into these diverse temptations. That, why? Because a, tri- a faith that isn't tried isn't a faith that's been proven. First Peter says it like this. This is, this is even crazier. That the trial of your faith being much more precious than gold that perisheth. Though it be tried with fire, might be found under the praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen you love, in whom though you now see him not, Yet believing, you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls." Remember, remember, this is Bible study stuff for me. I'm sitting in a recliner and, and, and a dude calls me, a preacher calls me and he's going through the ringer. He's got this stuff going on in his church. He's got that stuff going on in his church. And I, I'm just like, bro, let me tell you what I've been studying. I thought, you know what? I might as well just tell our church. Your faith has got to be tried. Can, can you go back to 2 Kings 4? Go with me to verse 26. and I highlighted this thing at the very uh, front side of when we was talking about this stuff, but... Um, 2 Kings chapter 4 and verse number 26. The, the, the woman is headed uh, to, to Elisha and Elisha sees her and he sends Gehazi after her uh, before, to her while she's coming to them and he says, Run now, I pray thee to meet her and say unto her, Is it well with thee? Is it well with thy husband? Is it well with the child? You ready for this? And she answered. What'd she say? It is well. But you know, I I don't know how well it would have been with me holding my baby in my arms and watching him bleed out from a head wound. I, I just don't I don't know I don't know I don't know how I deal with that. I don't know how I'd go to Elisha. And I would I would run to Elisha and say, it is well. The woman's faith is on trial. And it's being proved. I go back to, and I've been trying to figure out, and this is the only conclusion that I can come up to. I've been trying to figure out why this woman was such a giant of the faith. And the only thing I can come up with is she started this thing because she loved God. Now, I, I, I want to I present this little deal to you. How many of you understand that you don't, you don't perceive who holy men of God are unless you yourself are sold out to being a holy woman that loves God? Like, I, I know we all, I, I just process elimination, don't say that. Process of elimination has said that she is serving the living God before Elisha ever shows up. Elisha doesn't cause her to serve God. She recognizes Elisha is serving the same God that she's already serving. Hey, man, me and you, we serving the same God. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make him. I'm gonna make him a chamber. And I'm not going to ask anything of him. Why? Because that's what service is. That's what service to our Lord is. Is I'm not going to ask anything back from my Lord. I'm just going to serve my Lord. And in the process of my Lord being good, whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. If he sows of the flesh, he's going to reap corruption. If he sows of the Spirit, he's going to reap life everlasting. So what do I got to do? I just got to keep serving the Lord. Well, what happens when 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 the prophet comes? He says, Hey, what do you want? You want me to send you to the king's palace? You want me to put you in contact with the with the cat? No, I don't want to do that. I dwell among my own people. I'm gonna keep doing what I've been doing. Elisha, if you pack your junk, leaf, I'm gonna keep doing what I've been doing. I'm gonna serve people. There's gonna be another person come through, shoot them, and I'm gonna try to feed them, and I'm gonna try to do this, and I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to be who I've been. Well, how about a child? Yeah, I'd like a child. I'd like some fruit for my own on my own account. Well, well, this fruit gets injured. It gets it. It. it what what happens is in the process of her faith, her fruit is being tried. her, her faith is. Is, is being put on trial because her fruit has now been injured and what was blossoming in her life is now dying before her eyes. What do you do when everything, like your fruit dies? Well, I guess I'm done. I, I can't do it. I ain't serving the Lord no more. Man, I, God, God God, gave me this. God, I got this fruit and then they thing you know, it dies. I guess I'm not done. Like I'm ticked off. Lord, I, what's wrong with you? Listen, I understand people get depressed and people get angry. But let me help you with something. You ain't never going to get nowhere being angry at God. You can be angry at God, but I will say this. You ain't going to get nowhere. You you can be mad, but I want you to understand God is good. And you may say you, you may buck up on God and say God why why'd you let my fruit die? It could just be that the trine of your faith is much more precious than gold which perisheth. It could just be that we're, it's time for us to count it hey it's time for when, when my fruit is what looks like my fruit's died? Couldn't be time that the pastor just says, Hey, man, it, my faith's been trapped. I, I told that preacher, I said, Man, I know you know this, but if you come out on the other side of this, you're going to be way stronger than you went in it. You know what's the crazy thing about faith? Brother Sean, how many things? How many things have you went through that you come out on the, that you thought was going to take you out, and you come out on the other side, and you're like, "Oh, what? well, that wasn't that bad." And then you went in the next thing, and you're like, "Oh, oh, I remember, I remember this." And then your face tried again, and your face tried again, and listen for those of us in the room that's that's raising kids, you you. If, if if we if we don't decide that i'm serving the lord for the right reason and not the wrong reason and then in the process of serving the lord our fruit could go haywire everybody understand that Everybody understand in the room that the that, that, that not all kids raised in church are going to stay in church? Could go haywire. What am I going to do? Well, it could just be that the trine of your faith is, is much more precious than gold, which perisheth right now. Well, what what am I what 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 should I do? Well, it, I I want to say that you 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 need to work this out in your heart to where we all have the same the same thing to say that this Shunammite woman had. It is. You got a long time to serve the Lord. Now we don't think we 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 think that we think that we got a month. Or if God don't turn things around in two weeks, we're done. Listen, I didn't preach for three weeks around here, and you'd have thought, you'd have thought that I you'd have thought that I gut some people. Like you, you ain't gonna preach for three weeks? Nope. I'm going to do it next year too. Well, well, well uh, listen. We've got a long listen, we we've got years to serve the Lord together unless he comes back. It ain't go, it, here's the deal. It, this thing ain't going to change overnight. But you got to decide, is it well with you enough right now that it's going to be well in the middle of your faith being tried? So I had to ask myself. Is it well with you? You know, Lee, is it, is it, is it, is it and again, this is the way the process works with me and my... Uh, My personal, uh, just my regular devotions. Is it well with me? It is. Why? Because I'm not, I'm not doing this for me. If I was, I'd, I'd go do something else. Tonight, you need to ask yourself, why, why are you doing it? Why are you doing this thing? Why are you serving the? Why did you start? Why did you start serving the Lord? Why are you going to keep serving the Lord? What's going to happen when all when when the whole house blows up and everything goes to just the the, the it just goes down the tube? What are you going to do then? Is it going to be well with you then? Let's pray, Lord. Um, Lord, I pray to bless, bless what was said tonight. God, give the ones uh, that have ears to hear it uh, a place for it to settle in their heart. God, thank you for giving us these stories that we can glean from. And God, we can take some application on life to, uh, to move us into a place where we realize, Lord, that our faith being tried is a good thing. God, it's a good thing. Lord, a faith that, that isn't tried, isn't proven. And so, Lord, I, I just want to say thank you. Uh, Lord, thank you for, for giving us. Thank you for giving us a faith that can be tried and that can be trusted. Lord, I pray you bless the rest of the night. And, God, you help us and uh, give us a good night uh, fellowship in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, hey, I just got a text. Dude, I don't know what happened to Dylan, but he's done preaching, which is abnormal for Dylan right now. Yeah, uh, so I just got a text that says, that says we've got to hurry over to the fellowship hall because the ice cream's melting. So, so, Yeah. Man, oh my goodness, what are they doing to me? Uh, Anyway, if you want to stay and eat ice cream with us tonight, they said they got stuff for like floats and banana splits and all that stuff. It's melting. Go get it before it all melts away. Love you. See you on Sunday.
1: Help me. Thank